What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome welcome to another episode of NFL East. Can you guys believe we've been doing this for a month? How cool yeah, it's like that? our fourth episode. Know, that's crazy. Fourth. Our fifth. This is our fifth. fifth. This is number five. Number yeah. five. Number five. Oh, it's number yeah. five. I thought it was number four. Number five. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can't believe we've been doing it for a month. That's cool. We did the. Uh, I've been having a whole... lot of fun as well. Yeah, me too. Covered the whole, the whole preseason. So there we go. Um, happy September and happy draft day. We have our draft for our fantasy football league directly yeah. after this show. Yeah, um, three. Happy draft day. Cool, cool, cool. Um, did you all see the name of my uh, draft team? Uh, is it the? I did not. Fastest the, show on fastest turf. Show on turf. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I think. Uh, yeah, that reminds me of the Rams, right? Is that where you got that from? Or remember, the Rams was the greatest show on turf, right? The greatest right? Show on turf. So I just kind of changed it to the fastest show on turf, yeah, and go. then my. Um, my little logo is get your popcorn ready. <laughs> so, uh, right. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah I, I actually thought maybe to... that was like a thing of a podcast you had coming out or an episode no. or something. I didn't know that that was your fantasy. No, that's, that's my team, man. I can see Miami is a high-powered, high-octane offense. Yeah, like, I mean, I mean, legit, they are the fastest offense in sure. the league. So, um, you know. So. Yeah, I think that's a good name. because uh, yeah. Pretty cool, pretty cool. Pretty cool. All right. Well, guys, what we're going to do tonight is we're going to take a look back and talk about our takeaways from um, week three preseason. Um, I was going to kind of just take a look at it, but Miami actually did it as their dress rehearsal. They started their starters for like three drives. Um, so we can take a look at each one of those games, talk about them for for a minute, um, jump into news from the East. But the main segment tonight is the NFL East September preview. At the beginning of every month, um, we do our power rankings, which we did last week. Um, out of the eight teams uh, in the NFL East, we do our power rankings. And then at the beginning of every month, we take a look at um, the upcoming month, the games that they play in that month. We will um, just go around each eight teams Um give our predictions of wins, losses, why we think that. Um, and now, I mean, we, we have a month to look at the team. We have preseason. We can see how they did in preseason, why we think they're going to come strong out the gate, why they got too hard of a record coming out the gate, and it's going to be a bunch of losses, whatever. Um, we got something to talk about. Um, and I like doing it month to month because we know that in a month uh, – the NFL can change. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Look at the Baltimore Ravens last year with injuries. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they came out the gate strong. And then, you know, a month into it was uh, was hurting really bad. So, cool, cool. Does that sound good for tonight? Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. All right, cool. Sounds good. Well, let's start with uh, takeaways from the East Week 3 preseason. Did you guys uh, have a chance to watch any of these games, or did you watch any of the highlights of any of the games? Uh, I watched highlights of New England and Washington. Okay. All right. Cool, cool. Um, New England and Washington. Uh, yeah, both the teams. They didn't verse each other. Awesome. I mean, yeah, I watched oh, you, you confused me there for a minute. Teams. The Patriots <laughs> played the Raiders. Yeah. Um, it was 6-23. to 23. Yeah. yeah, how did how did uh, 
did you guys start? Was any starters playing at all, or how did? Yeah, how did the um, look? we started both our uh, first team offense and first team defense. And uh, while the offense didn't look great, our defense looked even worse. We had the number one defense. We had all of our starters out there. The uh, you know team one defense or number one defense, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. out there while we was versing the backup stringers for the Raiders, and they absolutely torched the shit out of our defense all game long. Jared Stenham was out there throwing bombs and wow. shit, and our defense just looked horrendous that game. It was kind of concerning to me considering that that was the last preseason game that we got to play right. before we have to head to Miami and play what you're saying is the fastest offense that we have to contend <laughs> with Tyree kill right. and Jalen Waddle. And if right. we was out there getting burned by second stringers, how the hell are we going to defend either one of them? Right. So, so, so basically what it sounds like, cause um, was it similar to week one in the preseason? Cause um, I know the defense for new England played shitty week one, really good week two. And I guess sounds like they had another bad game. Um, yeah. That's not good to have two out of three bad games in the yeah. preseason for your yeah. starters. Um, I'm willing to bet – I did not watch this game, but I'm willing to bet that the Bills did not have any starters because they didn't score any points. <laughs> it was Bills-Panthers 0-21. to 21. Anybody watch that game? I'm sorry, the Bills-Panthers? Yeah, Bills-Panthers. Yeah, um, I didn't watch it, but I did notice that uh, they still had their punter on the team but he did not play. So, oh, they, really? yeah, uh, they didn't let him punt, but they cut him afterwards. But right. We'll cool. Talk more about that later. But otherwise, no, Bill, uh, Bill said all their, all their starters. Yeah, I, I, that's what I figured. Um, some teams did. Some teams only started second, third, fourth string. Yeah. It was to help them, them decide who they were going to cut and who not. And um, some teams came out with with all their starters. So, yeah. yeah, I think Baker Mayfield played that game, and he looked pretty solid in that game. He did. He did look good. Okay, so the so the Panthers did have their starters out there, and I guess they look good against Buffalo's second and third string. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. yeah. I guess you could say that. Yeah, the Bills were not interested <laughs> in playing that game. Right. Um, what about the Seahawks Cowboys? Uh, Seahawks twenty six, Cowboys twenty seven. It was a thriller. Uh, Cowboys didn't play any of their uh, their veterans hardly, uh, other than people that were still trying to make the team. Um, our offensive guard slash tackle uh, Tyler Smith did not play. He's got an ankle injury. Uh, so, but it was a thriller, and our our rookie tight ends really showed out. We uh we might have gotten a steal at the fourth round with uh, Ferguson. Okay. Uh, he looks like a real solid tight end. I think he's going to be uh, uh probably our number two tight end behind Dalton Schultz, possibly his replacement if he plays uh you know well enough in the regular season. Which right, because Schultz is on a franchise tag this year, right? He is right, so he may or may not be around next year. Uh, but yeah, so Ferguson uh, could be a Nice rookie tight end, second okay. tight end for us. Cool. Um, yep. Um, I I watched the Battle of New York. Uh, Giants and Jets went at it. Um, Jets pulled it off. Uh, it was twenty-seven to thirty-one for the second week in a row. The Jets' young defense 
dominated. <laughs> they just, they looked so good. I mean, I mean I'm talking about um, sacks, interceptions, <clears throat> recovering fumbles. All of it was in this game. They were just, they were wreaking havoc. Um, it, yeah. was, it was actually, it was a pretty exciting game. It was a close game, 27 to 31. But yeah. the thing I walked away from it was the same thing I walked away um, in week two from week two preseason game of uh, the Jets isn't, they're not, you know, they're, they're a year or two away, but they're that little young defense. They got some good, some really good. Uh, soft starter. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him play. Yeah. Uh, yeah, me too. yeah. yeah his, uh, his ceiling just looks like you can't even see it. Right. Yeah. They yeah. named him as a starter too. So yeah. That really a few nice. things that I took away from that game. Uh, I don't know if you've seen Joe Flacco throw a pitch since as he was trying to scramble. Yeah. And then uh, on top of that, that backup, that other backup quarterback that the Jets got, number 15, I forget his name now. Right. He looks like a real buff Tim Tebow. That guy is good as hell at throwing the ball. He threw it um, to Denzel Mims in the back back of the end zone. You're you're talking about their four string? Uh, I I think he is, yeah. The one behind White? Yeah, I think so, yeah. He he's pretty good. Um, he threw it to Denzel Mims in the back of the end zone, and then he threw the touchdown to win the game for the Jets as well. Right, right. Cool. Yeah, yeah. That intercept, that pick six. That's one of the things I was talking about. Um, I, I wouldn't put that too much on Flacco. Um, he was scrambling, trying to create more time, and um, yeah, you know, yeah. He Has he been named the starter for Week One? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Okay. Um, what about Washington Ravens? Uh, Washington lost this game 15 to 17, and the Ravens ke- has kept their streak alive. Yeah, yeah I've seen that. that. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's remarkable. Yeah, it's yeah, it's crazy. It's kind yeah, of- yeah, that that was the major thing I took away from it that the Ravens was able to keep their streak alive, but uh, outside of that. Uh, Washington did not start Carson Wentz. They started Sam Howell. Sam Howell did not look good in the game. Hmm. Uh, Carson Wentz at all? um, No, they didn't play Wentz at all. Okay. They uh, started uh, Sam Howell the entire game, or at I know they did till at least halftime or longer. Um, He didn't. He didn't look too good. uh, But that Washington defense still looks terrible. I don't know if they had any starters out there, but they still look god awful. Right. right. I don't know. I, I'm starting, you know, I wanted last week when we did the predictions and dad said that Washington would fall down to the last spot by the time we did this again. I didn't the want power to believe rankings. it. Yes, power the power rankings yeah. is what I meant. Uh, when you said Washington would fall down to the bottom next mm-hmm. time we do this, I didn't want to believe it because I like Washington and I like Ron Rivera. But I'm starting to think he might be right about that. I, I like I'm not Rivera too. Enough. I just see what the talent is, and they don't have very much of it there. So, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, so, I, always, I always say Washington drafted the same position year after year. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they like loaded it just like a tackle or a nose tackle or something. You know, right? Uh, but not good team building. Right. So that's what. That's where they're at now. They just they just don't have enough skilled players right um well the dolphins played uh dolphins played the eagles they ended up winning the game 48 to 10 what 48 to 10 you um, score 48 points 
Well, <laughs> what happened was is the Dolphins decide decided to use this as their dress rehearsal. They um, the Eagles played no starters at all, um, but we had um, to open the game. Very first play out of the game was a fifty three yard bomb from Tua to Tyree Kill, um, and just he just he was triple teamed and took the took the back off the defense. Um, Tyree Kill did. Um, it was yeah. They, so they did. Uh, they played. Uh, they. Miami started um, their starters for about three drives. Tua did really good. He went six for seven, 121 yards, and one touchdown. Um, but that's not the problem. Uh, that that that's really good. That's what you want. That's what you want when your starters are up against somebody else's second or third string. You want them to come out and dominate. That's what you want. That you want to see the difference of talent level. And they did that. That's great. Um, but. It, but the biggest thing I took away from this game was our running game was amazing. And, and you guys know the, the other, the last two Miami games, week one and two of the preseason, I was bitching because we couldn't get, we, we had no running game at all, but this was really like a dress rehearsal it kind of showed some stuff um, that, that they were going to do. And um, in the drives, our big, our starting running backs uh, got almost a hundred yards. It was like 98 yards. So like in just a few drives. So yeah, it was, it was really good. It was um, really a boost of confidence going into it. Got to carry that momentum over to the first game, I think. Right. I I think, I think that's might be why they chose to do it like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, one of the practices, because um, they have the joint practices, and one of those got canceled because there was members on the uh, uh, players on the Miami Dolphins. So they might have been like, okay, this needs to be more like one of these practices. You know what I'm saying? Because they were already down a practice. and um, But, yeah, no, they came out and, and dominated the first the, – um, all three of um, Tua's drives they scored. Um so they he threw for a touchdown. They scored a field goal, and then they ran it for a touchdown. And all three of those drives were scoring drives. So um, then they took them out of the game. So um, I, I was I was very pleased to get a boost of confidence. It was good to see the running game. Um, Larnell Coleman did not start at left tackle. Um, they had Greg Little in there. The guy that I said needed to be our swing tackle. Um, they did start him. The offensive line looked quite a bit better. Um, and luckily, you know, luckily we have the starters in place for the, for the regular season. So that's what I got out of it. Um, I think that, yeah, that wraps up the week three preseason. Guess what guys, we don't have to talk about preseason no more. (laughs) Finally, I'm ready to get on the regular season. Right. Right. Bring it. Yep. So let's switch over to news from the East. Um, this past Tuesday, was uh, the cut day um, down to 53-man rosters. Um, We're going to just go around, and if you guys have any um, surprise cuts from any team um, or anything, you know, concerning that, um, I had a couple from the Miami Dolphins. I I was really surprised. I thought Sony Michelle was going to make the team, um, and he got cut. So we actually kept – you know, I, I've said over the last couple of weeks that the starting running back for the last two years for Miami probably won't even make this team. But he he's made the team and he's uh, he's going to be our third string 
running back. Um, I, I thought Sony Michelle. I don't know. I guess the coaches um, seen something that I didn't. Um, but that that was that came as a surprise to me. And the only other surprise really wasn't a surprise, but kind of uh, pissed me off. And that was Lynn Bowden Jr. Because <laughs> I really like Lynn Bowden Jr. But enough time has went by since Tuesday that he made it through waivers and uh, Miami has actually claimed him for the practice squad. So he's on Miami's practice. Squad. Right. That's, that's the thing that happens with the, all these cuts is that uh, I don't know. In Dallas's case, every one of their cuts went through, went through waivers. Right. And Dallas also at the same time did not put any bids for anybody on waivers. So I don't know if that's what most teams probably do. You know, if you, if you cut a player, there's a good chance he's going to come back to your practice squad if you want him. So, yeah, so you can always, you know, although I don't know with Tony Michelle because somebody might pick him up. Right. If, although I don't know if he's got it, if he just lost a step or something, maybe not. But yeah, I mean, they must have seen something. You know what I'm saying? Um, they, and they, they also know, you know, Did he have a nice I, I think, I think what it is, is yeah. Sony Michelle was going to be that um, third down back, that short yardage back. And, Miami's using a fullback this year. They're just going to use the fullback for a short down. You know what I'm saying? Okay. For short yardage. That's what I think. So I think there's really no no spot. Miles Gaskin and um, Ahmed are both a little bit better in the receiving game coming out of the backfield. So I think that's probably why. Um, okay. If they wasn't going to be using a fullback, they probably would have kept Sonny Michelle, but um, but they didn't. What about you guys? Was there any surprise cuts around the league? Um for you guys yeah there was a few that i uh was surprised about um i think the biggest one for me didn't come from well there was a few for me for the patriots but i think the overall the biggest surprise to me was uh kellen mond getting cut right. from the minnesota vikings I, that, yeah. I i thought i thought he was gonna be the uh backup and be the replacement for Kurt Cousins when he decides to hang things up. Right. And But, you know, I guess, uh, like like you said, Dad, I guess Minnesota seen something different that we didn't see or whatever. Right. And uh, decided to cut, to cut him. But uh, the two biggest surprises that came out of New England for me was uh, we released uh, Terrence Mitchell. And I was surprised about that because all I was hearing all preseason long was that he was going to be either one or two and Jalen Mills would be the other one. Um, But we cut him. And then the other biggest one uh, for me was Devin Asiasi. And it was because, again, you'd never heard anything about us cutting Devin Asiasi. It was all it was going to be Dalton uh, Nix or whatever his name is. And uh, I guess we decided to keep the Dalton dude and cut Devin Asiasi. So wild. What about what about you, Rich? The the um, Cowboys cut about everybody on their team. They had no backup quarterbacks, no kickers, no. What the hell is the Cowboys doing, dude? <laughs> what, because, well, what they do have, what they do have, is players that they're going to put on injury reserve. Right. So, so they're going to. Uh, but they have to be on the initial 53 to go on that on in, injured reserve. So right. yeah, they cut their place kicker and their kicker. Uh, all of it's just moving numbers around basically, because they're going to be invited back within a couple of days. So, right. 
uh, yeah, not really too many surprises for the Cowboys. They love their draft picks, so they all made the team. Like they they do not like to cut players that they've drafted. Um, but um, yeah, uh, really not too many surprises. But um, what's the backup quarterback situation? Are they just going to wait right. and then bring them back? Yeah, or? they're going to bring back uh, uh, Cooper Rush. He'll be our backup. I, I don't understand why they cut him, but that was well, like, again, yeah, just just for this the meet, making the math work, right? Yeah, so, yeah, because nobody's going to pick up Cooper Rush, so right, and yeah, and um, he's a, a lot of these players are veterans enough to where they uh, they don't have to clear waivers, right, so. right. Um, with that, speaking of the backup quarterback, um, Skylar Thompson, I guess, played well enough in the preseason that Miami kept three quarterbacks on their 53 man roster. So they kept Teddy and had, they were, I guess they were worried that somebody was going to claim them, you know, um, and they didn't want to, yeah, cause he did, he had a real, a really good preseason. So, okay. Uh, that speaking of that real quick, mm-hmm. since you brought him up, I actually, uh, saw this thing posted by the NFL. And it says NFL preseason top rookie performances in preseason. Number one is Skylar Thompson. Yeah. And he did so good that he got 450 passing yards, five touchdowns, no picks, 138.4 passer rating percent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he he played amazing. Uh, Week one, he played the whole game. They didn't play Tua. They didn't play Teddy. He played the whole game. So it was like his game. And they were just like, go prove something. Um, and he went out and had a great game. Um, and then um, the this week or last week against the Eagles, it wasn't 48. We didn't have 48 points when he took over. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So um, he's the one that got us most of the, you know, a lot of those points. So, um, yeah, yeah, he it, it kind of makes sense to me, too. That definitely uh, wasn't a surprise um, keeping him because both Tua and Teddy both have had injury problems in the past so you know you you just you just never know um i will say uh, philadelphia philadelphia did cut their uh third string quarterback uh uh, carson strong yeah Yeah. your hopes went down yeah (laughs) i'm still dreaming my dream for him i'm dreaming (laughs) dreaming is my dream yeah (laughs) what what about uh bill's uh former first round the former first round um, tied in OJ Howard got cut. I that thought was that was a surprise. Yeah. yeah, that was kind of a surprise because they just signed him earlier this year for three point five million dollars. Okay, um, what is OJ Howard? The used to be tight in from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's possible. I'm not sure. I'm not or are sure. We he's thinking played about for a couple different, different teams. Ones. Yeah, he's, he's been, played he's for been. a couple different teams. Uh, but the the out of that three point five million, three point one nine five million of that's guaranteed, so they're still paying them. <laughs> so they're paying the guy three million dollars and cut still cut him. Yeah. Um, so they must be very happy with their tight end room. <laughs> I'm guessing. I'm guessing either, either that or that dude played really fucking shitty. One of the I mean, two. He's a veteran, and not he's only veteran, that, yeah. he's already he's been to Cincinnati. I don't I don't know if Cincinnati has tie has uh signed him, but he's already he he went yeah he went to Cincinnati. Yeah, the they have to be pretty. Uh, happy with their their rookies and yeah their their whole tight end room to, players yeah yeah to pay somebody three million dollars to cut them <laughs> yeah right. yeah that's the bite uh, I don't know how Buffalo does it they you know they paid Von Miller 
they're, I don't know. They're doing the, they're doing yeah. the business right. I guess. I think that you, that the team building you were talking about Washington, it's the exact opposite in Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> they're really yeah. good at, at yeah. building from the draft. Yeah. Up, so yeah, well, yeah. You got Washington and the jets don't know how to build a team. Yeah. Right. Uh, speaking sure. of Washington, um, I guess you all, everybody has heard about the rookie running back. Uh, the guy we've been, we've, all three of us, but we've been talking about yeah. on this show how how good of a um, preseason he's had. Um, Brian Robinson um, was in, he was in, uh, uh, involved in a carjacking slash robbery. Man, that was extremely sad, extremely <clears throat> sad, man. Yeah. He got shot yeah. multiple times. Um, it was really good to see a couple days after that he was back at the facility, he was out of the hospital, back at the facility. Yeah, That's just yeah. extremely sad. I think um, he was having a great uh, preseason, man. Yeah. I, and I, I think he was going to be thre- at least threatening the, you know, the starting position for the yeah. running back in Washington. Yeah, that's got to be terrible. You're like on top of the world one day, and then the next day you don't even know if you're going to make, you know, be alive, much less right. play again. But yeah. uh, from my understanding, though, the he was – pretty fortunate that he didn't do any real damage to his uh, leg and knees and stuff where he was stabbed at. Right. So, so he could have a nice recovery, come back in a couple of months and play. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, well, uh, ridiculous. Yeah. It, luckily he didn't get shot above the waist. He got shot below the waist, which kind of sucks for him because He's being a running, running back, back <laughs> you need your leg. So, right. I mean, that really sucks for him, but like, Richard said maybe he can make a full recovery. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't think there was any ligament damage or cartilage damage or anything like that. that, That's good, yeah. That's especially good. Which is still going to take him. He's got to recover. Well, I was on uh, Twitter, and I seen at about 11 o'clock the same night that that happened, Ron Rivera went to go visit him in the hospital. Ron Rivera tweeted on Twitter. And then the next day – Brian Robertson got released, came back to the facility, and uh, I learned from the dude that me and you follow on Instagram, Dad, the dude that always makes the funny-ass videos about people. Uh, He tweeted, or he made a video saying that Brian Robertson came back to the facility the day after getting shot. Mm -hmm. He was in there shaking hands with everyone. And his one thing that you're supposed to do, being a rookie apparently, is to bring snacks. Right. So he came strapped with Oreos for the whole damn team. <laughs> cool. Cool. After cool. he gets shot. Yeah, yeah. It was good. It was good to see. I seen yeah. the video of him at the facility two days later, and um, it's just it was extremely sad. I hope the kid's okay. Um, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. He looked really good. Um, what's going on over um, in the Cowboys camp with their left tackle situation, and or, or what's some news that's come out of there, Rich? Well, possibly good news is that uh, Jason Peters had a visit today, so uh, they haven't signed him yet. Still waiting a word on that, but right. I would be pretty, I'd be content if uh, Jason Peters became our left tackle for the two or three months that Tyron Smith's going to be out, be gone, right? Um, He's 40 years old. Crazy. That is crazy. Crazy. But Jason Peters, if you watch him play in his prime, he's a beast. He's like as good as any tackle in the league by a lot. Right. Um, so if I don't know how good he's going to be right now, but I know that you don't have to teach him how to play left tackle. Right. You know, 
which is what we that's what we've got if if we don't get somebody we've yeah got i will just bringing him in might help the rookie sure around him you know what i'm saying and and yeah. lift kind of lift elevate that yeah he's uh he's you know he's been a uh maybe a hall of fame type player yeah you know, i don't know if he'll be in the hall of fame maybe he's he's got like seven pro bowls right or something now he's got good numbers and a super bowl with philly i think but um, yeah, but Ben hasn't signed yet because Dallas is uh, whack. They, they right. don't want to pay. He's it. like asking two million dollars. Right. We well, give him the two million dollars. Give him the two million dollars and shut the hell up. <laughs> yeah, that's what you do. Like, but Dallas is like, I don't know. We got these guys already on contract, right. <laughs> and uh, you know they're gonna get they're gonna get Dak killed. If I was Dak, if uh, they don't do anything, I'd I'd fake an injury. <laughs> Yeah, so that, I'd probably give him two million out of my money. You get my boy killed. That'd right. be like they don't want to pay me. Here, take take two million of my right. money. Right. Just come join the damn team. Yeah. <laughs> give him a give him a uh, you know be roommates with them or something. Right, right. Um, um, I've seen there was some good news. No we'll see if they do it or not. Right. Hopefully right. it comes through. I've seen there was some good news about Michael Gallup. Did you want possibly? To Possibly, yeah. So Dallas did not put him on a, a IR, which or pup, yeah, unable to play, uh, which I think keeps you at a minimum of four weeks. Four weeks, yeah. Four games. Um, I have a little bit of a, a theory myself, a um, little fan fiction. I don't think he can play in four weeks. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he, he's uh, uh, he he hasn't come. You know, he hasn't processes rehab long enough right i think i don't um so i think the cowboys are kind of bluffing whether like uh whether he can play or not he's obviously not going to play in in week one right but uh week two is up in the air so i think uh defenses will have to plan for that but i okay. feel like uh michael gallup just not re- he hasn't he hasn't come along enough his rehab long enough okay to be able to play i bet he comes back in week five or six Right. So we'll see. We'll see if that pans out. That's my uh, bold prediction there. Right. But as a as a cowboy fan, if he comes back in week two, I'm gonna love it. So. Right. Um, speaking of the pup, the Dolphins, uh, Byron Jones was put on the pup, um, which is extremely worrisome <laughs> to to Miami Dolphins fans all over the world. Um, he's of course, you know, part of the dynamic duo, him and X. Um, and the Miami Dolphins have great starting CBs, but their backups are not all that great. And that's the, um, that's kind of the worry. They're going to have to shift stuff around. Um, we didn't know, you know, the fans, they kind of held the, the, the team kind of held everything to their self and really didn't let a lot of information out. So a lot of us were thinking, okay, he might miss week one, but hopefully he'll be back after the new England game. But no, it's uh he won't be back at the very earliest week five um, at the very earliest. So um, it's pretty sad. They're going to have to switch some stuff around. Um, I mean, basically you're going to have to go into it where you put X on um, the, the team's best receiver. He's not going to be able to play just one side of the, field he's you're gonna have to move him around and keep him on then shut down that best receiver because if you're any team preparing to go up against the dolphins 
you just tell your quarterback, don't throw it towards X and <laughs> test everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, that's what you're going to have to do because we don't have – Byron Jones is a shutdown corner. You know what I'm saying? I mean, one right. of the reasons why X looks so good is because of a lot of balls – come his way because byron jones just shuts down his side right so yeah. um without having that the first four games um it could you know it could uh could be a little scary right um and that was that was some crappy news what about the that, that by sire though you know, see how it turns out with your depth you know right exactly um exactly they have the, the good thing is they got really good safeties um and they, they actually have their backup safety can has played corner before um, you know what I'm saying? We they play uh, three corners, so they they'll just they're gonna just rotate them out. You know, there's just um, we have a couple busts at at cornerback that probably shouldn't have made the team, except um, he was drafted in the first round. So yeah. um, no way, Igbenogany. So you know, as long as he don't play, I think they'll be fine. <laughs> well, you guys got to be Team Forty Burger anyway, so. Right, right. Yeah, the, a little bit. In the first four weeks, we might have to outscore you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, that might have to be the Just strategy. Just points a game, and you got a good shot. Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, did you ever see that trade the Eagles and Saints pulled off? Uh, Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Yeah, uh, their safety. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Um, they sent him uh, there for a 20, 2023 fifth and a two thousand twenty four fourth sixth and the Eagles sent back a 2025 seventh um that was crazy that was crazy this is, this is the starting safety for the Eagles you know what I'm saying I mean yeah that was yeah, they've got the their best they've got their best safety in it for a fifth round a future fifth round and a possible seventh round or something well uh, the thing I heard about it um I heard that they were trying to do contract talks with uh, Garner Johnson, and then everything broke down. So then New Orleans just said screwed and traded his ass. Right. Yeah, I'm really surprised how many how teams hold on to a fifth round draft pick like it's gold. Um, and I, you got to give respect to Philly for, you know, uh, just playing. You know, right. they're doing everything they can to help to help their team. Yeah, their I mean, their front office is yeah. is yeah, I think Howie yeah. Howie's his name. He's yeah. he's been doing really really good with yeah. he's not a food to trade he's not you know he, he essentially essentially uh dumped their wide receiver Rhaegar for uh you know for a starting the, the equivalence <laughs> of uh yeah the equivalence of uh getting their best safety right exactly they just, they just traded because they don't yeah, care a wide receiver they didn't want in the first place <laughs> right so, you know so they didn't need. yeah they did cost them the first round but the, you know teams hang on to the to a bust more you know, longer than they have to. Right. If you, well, if, you, see, if you don't like the player, move on from him. Right. You yeah. Know, that's what I say. Exactly. Well, different. see, the Rager trade, I think that was good for Philly because mm-hmm. I, I think it was a win-win for both teams because um, Philadelphia already has way too many good starting wide receivers for Rager to even be part of that team unless they just wanted to use him for depth. And I feel like Minnesota, they did give up like a pick or two or something. But they're going to use Rager at slot because it's going to be Justin Jefferson at one. Dude, Philadelphia got more for Rager than the Cowboys got. <laughs> you yeah, know where for, I'm going with this, yeah, Rich? For Amari Cooper. For Amari Cooper. Can you believe it's that? Right. Well, Amari yeah. Cooper is a million times better. Right. Oh, yeah. I, I know that. But it's I'm saying, like, Minnesota now has their one, two, and three. 
Yeah, Dallas is this is yes, exactly. making Dallas look like uh, like I don't know kindergartens out there. Uh, yeah. yeah, and then you get anything for Lyle Collins, who's going to be a starter for Cincinnati, right. you know, yeah. a starting right tackle for Cincinnati, and Dallas didn't get anything for him. Right. So in a fifth round for Amari Cooper, who who is, uh, you know, uh, if, if they didn't announce that they wanted to get rid of him, he could they could get a second round pick for him right now. Exactly. You know, but their 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 front office is not respectable. Right. The only other thing I've seen was. Uh, cornerback, uh, the Buffalo Bills cornerback, trade um, Darius White. Um, he was trying to come back. Like, if you all remember the Thanksgiving game last year, he tore his ACL and was out. Um, yeah. Now he's, you know, he's their best CB cornerback, but um, he was trying to come back, but they did place him on the PUP list. So he will not be back the first four games. I don't know if that really matters because they had the best uh, uh, defense last year without him you know what i'm saying after he yeah. got hurt they continued to have the best defense um bringing him coming back or being able to come back was just um was going to be a bonus for him you know for them right um so yeah but uh he did he did not he's he is on the pup and will not um be back for the first four all right that's news from the east you guys um hold you guys, on we didn't hit anything, anything on new england because I don't have anything in New England. You got anything on New England? Well, yeah. Uh, Twenty-five minutes ago, Patriots placed Tyquan Thornton on injury reserve. He's going to be really? out six to eight weeks with six a rotator cuff. Hmm. Yeah, rotator cuff injury that happened in I think week two of preseason. Um, right. He got injured like right at the beginning of the game in the first quarter. Had to come out, and they were saying it was going to be six to eight weeks, but we hadn't placed him on there yet. Okay. But yeah, we just now placed him on injury reserve six to eight weeks before he can come back. So, <sighs> and that hurts because we already have wide receiver problems. Right, right, exactly. Ooh, that sucks. That yeah. sucks. All right, fellas, let's get into our last segment. Um, we we do this at the beginning of every month. We are going to do a NFL East September preview. Um, so basically, we just run through the eight teams, look at the look at the teams of uh, their matchups for the month of September. Um, each one of you is assigned a team. You will give your predictions of win and losses and why you think they're coming out um, with that record. Let's start in the AFC. Let's do. Um, let's start with the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills, uh, they play the Rams on the road to open the season, Titans at home, and then they're on the road for the Dolphins and Ravens back-to-back. Rich, you have the Bills, and you have them going 2-2. Two and two. I have them going 2-2, two and two, coming down to earth a little bit, although they're going to start off high, I think. Uh, they are the golden boys, the golden team of the NFL. Right. Uh, the odds-on favor for MVP and – Josh Allen and odds on favorite, I think, to win the Super Bowl. Everybody, and uh, you have them beating the Rams in LA, right? Because uh, I do, I do. Uh, Rams coming off the Super Bowl, I think they'll be a little bit uh, uh, hungover. Okay. They'll have a little bit of a hungover effect. They're at home; they're going to get their get their rings. Oh, that's uh, just going to boost Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, right. Because Buffalo is going to be, you know, the jealous outsider. The the little kid that little brother that didn't make it last year. Right. Uh, 
even though the NFL go, bends over backwards to change rules to benefit them and right. things like that. Um, no, I think I think they, and I'm not sure. Uh, uh, I'm not sure about Matthew Stafford. I don't know what's going on with him. Is he? Uh, uh, is he expected to like come out of the gate playing hard? I thought he had had some kind of injury or something. No um, appendix, wasn't it? Wasn't what? it something like? No, that was a. Uh, uh, oh. Cincinnati's quarterback. I'm not for sure. He's not. I'm in the not, East, sure. I don't so pay I don't too know. much attention to the Rams. I think I he's not in the East, so I don't. Know. Yeah, yeah. I got the I got the Bills starting off uh, winning on winning the Rams, trying okay. to send a message to the league that they're the you know team to beat. Right. Um, probably destroying the Titans. Okay. I think. <laughs> I think. Um, uh, that's, that's at the, home too. That's yeah. That's their first home game. Okay. Uh, so Buffalo beat and t- Titans just got bad news today. They lost a. One of their defensive heads to an ACL tear. tear. Yeah. Um, they did get a wide receiver. I feel like they just got one. But either way, I'm not paying attention to them too much. Right. But um, but then I think they play the uh, the Dolphins come yep. down to earth. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do not think the Bills go three and zero. I think okay. Dolphins. Uh, uh, they've got something to prove. Right. It's been, a, been a minute since you guys beat Buffalo. Yep. Um, and I think uh, I think you guys are going to be on a high cylinder. By week three, right? Yeah, team forty burger, uh, and then the Ravens. So I'm pretty high on. Honestly, they've. Uh, I am too. They're to me, they're an impressive team. So yeah, uh, yeah I think uh, this is where the uh, the Bills start to uh, get roughed up a little bit. Okay, so two and two, two and two, two and two. All right, the Dolphins. The Dolphins um, play the Patriots in Miami at home. Um, and then they go on the road for the Ravens and play Buffalo back at home. And then they go on the road to the Bengals. Um, I have Miami um, going, coming out two and two um, uh, also in this stretch. I have them beating the Patriots at home, um, losing to the Ravens on the road. And for the first time in a few years, I have them beating the Buffalo Bills also. So that was good to see, Rich, that you picked that. Also, I think um, statistics just say that Miami's going to beat Buffalo <laughs> one of these times. And so I think if they're going to beat Buffalo, it's going to be the home game. They're they're yeah. going to they're not going to beat Buffalo in the winter time up in Buffalo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think that would, it really right, that's the best chance to do it, and they're not right. going to be swept by it. Make more sense, yeah. Um, and then I have them losing um, against the Bengals. Um, so going two for two straight out the gate, um, it's fine. This is the hard part of the Dolphins' schedule. I think two for two, they'd be very happy to walk away with. Um, there is a whole middle part of the Dolphins' schedule, and you'll see this over the next couple of months as we do October and November uh, previews. Um, Miami will be sweeping the month um because they, they they play some easy games um brandon you have the patriots what in the hell is going on here you have the patriots they go on the road to the dolphins on the road yeah. to the Steelers. Mm-hmm. finally in week three get a home game against the ravens and then another home game against the packers no and- we're at the packers your first three ro- games are on the road three out of your first four Two. games Two. Oh, yeah. Dolphins and Steelers are on the road, and then the Ravens and Packers are at home. No, we yeah, played the Packers it. at Limbo. We need to look that up because I looked it up. Um, but okay. Either look, way. I'll show you. 
Either way, you yeah, have you know, don't show me nothing. You have some explaining. I don't just read it and we can see what it says. Um, that was my fault. I did not put a at sign. Um, okay. You got some explaining to do, dude. You have them going three and one. Yeah. <laughs> These are some. Uh, well, we're talking Packers, Ravens, the best defense in the AFC. All right. All right. Let me explain. Okay. Go ahead. All right. We're, we're going to lose to Miami. Be you know because we always lose at Hard Rock Stadium for some reason it's it's like a curse down there. Even when we had the greatest quarterback of all time, we kept on losing to you guys down there. I don't know what the hell the deal is. We always lose in Miami. All right, so that's week one. But I do have but I do have it being a close game. I have us only losing by three to you guys. But uh as for the Pittsburgh Steelers I you know I mean they are coming off a very strong preseason game or preseason outage and they looked really good I think they went like three and one or four and oh or something like that um but how long do we really expect that to last with Mitchell Trubisky I think Trubisky is gonna kind of get exposed week two by our defense I feel like he might throw a couple of picks and I think he's going to be the quarterback at that uh-huh. point. I don't think he's going to be the quarterback. Yeah, Trubisky's already been named the starting quarterback. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but he's week saying three, by week two he's not going to start because he's going yeah. to suck so bad in week two. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I can see that. I can see gonna, that. They're not going to tolerate Mitch Mitch too long. Yeah, he's in a short short lease. But okay, fair enough. He, he's the starter. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah. you don't think that the Steelers' defense is going to heap heap ravage? Oh, no, 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 no. I do. I do. I do. I do. I have them heaping Ravik on us, but I have us being just able to sneak out of there with a win because of how bad Mitchell Trubisky is going to play in that game. Okay. All right. Then I'll give you that one, but the next two you just, I think. Week week three against the Ravens. Yeah. Like I said, the last two matchups that we versed them. First home game in Gillette. Yeah, State. first home game. That's already going to steer the pot up. You know, it's gonna, we're going to have an electric atmosphere at Gillette. And then to steer the pot up there, the last two times we've played the Ravens at home, we've beat them. And one of them was with Newton. And let's just be honest, Mac is a lot better than Newton. So I feel like we could – I'm not saying – if there was one game I had to pick that I'm not 100% sure that New England's going to sneak out of a win, I think it has to be the Ravens game. I feel like the Ravens could beat us, but right now I'm thinking with that atmosphere, you know, and all that being our first home game of the season, I feel like we might be able to sneak out of there with a win. Okay. And then Green Bay, uh, we are playing in Lambeau Field. But the reason why I'm picking us to beat Green Bay is because I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to be as good as people are expecting him this year. He just lost his number one offensive weapon in Devontae Adams. And he's already said like four times this preseason that he's frustrated with his rookie wide receivers or his whole wide receiver group in general. So my my that my saying is, and I'm saying it right here on this podcast, I don't even have Green Bay winning the division. I have them coming in third. I have Minnesota first, Detroit second. I have Detroit having a better record than Green Bay. Okay. So I that's that's single handedly why I took us to beat Green Bay. 
Okay. All right. I, I hope you're. I hope this you're is, right, Brandon. This is a fan podcast. That. We can tell. Um, <laughs> we we're definitely not professionals here. I mean, the professionals uh, know that Aaron Rodgers has made a career on elevating people that play around him. Um, that's. Uh, no, nobody's Rogers saying that you can't do that, Dad. That, but I'm saying I need to see that. All right, let's uh, let's close up the AFC with the Jets. The Jets have a brutal schedule. Uh, Ravens um, at home, and then they go um, and they play the Browns on the road, the Bengals at home, and the Steelers um, on the road. I have the Jets going. One and three um, out the gate. I have them losing against the Ravens. Um, I actually have them win it, winning against the Browns. Um, just, uh, uh, yeah, they're the Browns. The Browns starting quarterback was um, played while Tua was hurt for Miami last year. Um, uh, you got uh, Bresson. Yeah. 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 Um, Jake Brisket, Jake Brisket, so, yeah, and that is name. <laughs> yeah, Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby um, yeah, yeah, and he just does not look good. I think the Jets' defense is good, and they're going to give him a hard time. Um, and personally, I'm going to pick the Browns to lose every single game this year. I would. I don't, I don't like the Browns. Um, and then I have them losing back to back against the Bengals and the Steelers. Um, I think that kind of makes sense. I don't think the jets are going to have a very good record, but I think the jets are going to be extremely improved this year. Um, okay. Let's go to the NFC NFC rich. You have your Cowboys finishing September three and one. Right. Right. So it's actually not a terrible schedule for the Cowboys. Um, the first two, two games are at home. That doesn't really mean a lot for Dallas because they get a lot of out-of-state fans and it's place is too big to be a home field advantage. Right. Um, but we play Tampa Bay, and I'm going to rely on statistics as well. Uh, the Cowboys have never beaten Tom Brady ever. Okay, okay, it's got to happen, right? I mean, yeah, I'm, yeah eventually I mean, it seems like it's got to happen. That, that's crazy. You're really taking the Cowboys to beat Tampa. Yeah, well, Tampa. First of all, Tampa Bay, like the Cowboys, has a messed up offensive line. Yes, they really do. Yes, uh, and Dallas's defense, for all our flaws on our offense, we are going to be a defensive powerhouse. Totally the defense agree. is going to be uh, a problem. So, I totally agree. Um, I feel like out of the first two games between Tampa Bay and Cincinnati, yeah, uh, even though they're both at home, we're going to end up one and one after that. Um, I'm just going to put. The statistics playing in the favor that we finally beat Tom Brady. Okay, uh, probably a good game, probably a close game, last minute field goal maybe. Um, and um, yeah, so we we start off one and one, and then we got to play New uh, New York. You you have them losing to the Bengals at home. Yeah, I do have them losing okay. to Cincinnati. I think uh, week two. Right, right. I think okay. uh, a little down, come back down to earth after the amazing victory against Tampa Bay. Okay, you know. Possibly, and but then two pretty easy games, I would think. Right, but two games we're not going to we're not going to lose to the Giants, and we're not going to lose to Washington. Right. So, I mean, uh, Dallas swept the division last year. Uh, they're probably not going to do that this year, but it's probably not, not going to be uh, the Giants in Washington in Week Three and Four. Okay. <laughs> and that, with minus some major injuries, so yeah, Dallas goes three and one, uh, and 
they have a pretty favorable second half of their schedule. So, um, yeah. And if they go, if they go four and zero, then we're going to the Super Bowl for sure. <laughs> <laughs> cool. After that. All right, um, Brandon, you have the Washington Commanders um, going three and one. They open um, against the Jaguars, then on the road against the Lions. The Eagles in week three at home, and then the Cowboys on the road. And you have them going one and three. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Yep. I uh, think uh, Jacksonville is going to be a bit too much for that defense. You know, I kind of like the couple of moves that Jacksonville did in the offseason. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think Turbo Lawrence is going to have a better season this season than he did last season. So I feel like, um, you know, from everything I've seen from the commander's defense in the uh, preseason, and I don't think they are going to have um, Chase Young to start the season, right? I think right. he's injured. Exactly. Yes. So, I, you know, I feel like he's the heart and soul of that defense. So okay. I feel like without his presence, they are going to lose to Jacksonville. I think it will be a lot closer – than people expect. I think it's maybe only going to be a field goal game or something. Okay. Uh, but I do have them losing to Jacksonville. I do have them beating Detroit week two. Um, That's sad. It's In because Detroit. it's the Lions. I know. I love the Lions. <laughs> it's the Lions. Dude, I'm stuck. I'm high on the Lions as well. I am too. Yeah, I hope they have a great I, I like the Lions too, but I'm saying, like, I, I could see the Commanders winning that. <laughs> Right. I can see the commanders winning it. You know, I, okay. I don't yeah, know. I mean that's fair. That's fair. I think that's no. that's fair. Yeah. But um, then on to the last three games, Eagles and Cowboys is a really much stay here. The Eagles no, you have them are a really good game or a really good team. I really like all their moves that they did across the board. They're not winning that. And, and the Cowboys, the Cowboys in Dallas. So yeah, yeah, they're not gonna win that game either. Okay. So. All right. The Giants, I have them um Coming out the gate, not all that great. <laughs> I have them going one and three. Um, they open up the season um, against the Titans in Nashville. Um, I have them losing that game, losing against the Panthers, and losing against the Cowboys in week three. I do have them winning um, in week four against the Bears. So that's the only one. I, I went back and forth between – I figured they would win one – out of um, in the month of September. I don't know if it's going to be the Panthers or the Bears. I think the Panthers are better than the Bears. So um, I kind of just looked at those two, and that's how I came up with that. Um, and that could change, you know, if Saquon Barkley comes out and is on fire, um, then they might beat the Panther, Panthers and the Bears. You know what I'm saying? It might be come out two and two. I don't know. But that's um, – I'm just going by what we've seen. Um Besides um, Brandon's Patriots picks, I think this last one is the craziest picks that I've seen. The Eagles have the easiest schedule from all eight teams coming out the gate by far. They play the Lions, Vikings, On paper. Commanders, and Jaguars. And Rich, you have them going two and two? Please explain. They might go one and three. <laughs> what? I'm with Brandon on the, I'm on the Detroit train. No doubt about it. Like uh, they do have talent on that team. They have young talent, undeveloped talent. Yeah. 
Um, and they have a, a, a perfect coach for their, their team. Right. Um, Philly, I think uh, they, they've made so many changes to the team. I still feel like at this point in the first game of the season, uh, they, they don't have an identity. They have a lot of new players. They've got a coach that hasn't proven that he knows what to do with good players, right. uh, in my opinion. Uh, and I think they, they just run into a hyped up Detroit team that is uh, playing at home. And they're gonna, they're not gonna be the last team to win a game this year. Okay, you know, Rich, so, I gotta say, out uh, of all the four games, this is the only game I agree with you on. Okay, I, uh, I have Detroit beating Philadelphia week one as well. Okay, okay, well, great. I, uh, yeah, it, you know, it's, if it was in Philly, maybe I wouldn't put, put that on there. But in Detroit, I'm gonna give them give them just enough of an edge to win that game. Week two, you have winning against the Vikings. Yeah, I have Philly winning against Minnesota, which, you know, I don't know that that's that's not going to be a walk in the park. Minnesota does have great players, you know. Right. They, they have a high-powered offense, um, uh, not sold on Philly's secondary. So we'll see. Maybe Jalen Raiders. And in week three against Washington, what's up with this? Yeah, this is the Carson Wentz revenge game. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's going to win that first game he plays against Philly. And then he might lose 10 in a row. Right. <laughs> you know. But and it's gonna be a fluke. But I, I'm gonna Carson Wentz does 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 just enough to uh, keep a job, and this is where he keeps his job uh, by beating Philly. And then uh, Jacksonville easy walk walk in the park for Philly. So they start off at two and two, okay. and uh, even if we switch the Minnesota and Washington uh, victories, okay. yeah, I see what you're that still puts them at two and two. So I, uh, I did this exercise with all eight teams, and I just want you to go, want you to know, and I want it to know. Be known now. I have the Eagles coming out the gate four and O, baby four and O. I tell you what, they, uh, yeah, they're definitely a, a contender if they're four and O. Right. I think even though they do have an easy schedule, I mean Detroit may may just fall apart like they typically do. I'm kind of expecting something different from them. Right. And Minnesota is Kirk Cousin. He he can have a Kirk Cousin day. Exactly. You know. Exactly. And Washington to be Washington and Jacksonville's Jacksonville. All right, fellas. All so, right. Yeah. That, we'll see. That was the NFL East September preview. Ran through all the September games for the eight teams that make up the NFL East. Um, that was good. That was good. That was a good segment. That was I, fun. I, I like that. I think uh, some of y'all need to, you know, for the future months, you need to let your fandom wear off a little bit. Let's come back to reality. Fandom but, uh, wear off. Um, you know. Yeah. So, okay. um, but no, really, well, um, we'll get a reality check in about exactly. Days, and that's the weeks. reason why we do it once a month because anything can change. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Um, now everybody don't forget to follow the show on Twitter at East NFL. Follow me, Mr. McDolphin on Twitter, Instagram, Mr. McDolphin 73 and follow NFL boy, Brandon. Let's wrap this up guys. We have a, we have a fantasy draft to get to. Right. Yeah. I'm the, highest, I'm the highest pick here out of the three of us, I think. Who's yeah, yeah, you are. You uh you pick third. I got fourth. You pick third, you got fourth, yeah. and I got fifth. So we're yeah. third, fourth, and fifth. Okay. okay. Yeah, the only two ahead of us is uh my friend Chris and Nick. Okay. Chris and uh, Nick. Cool. Chris is one, it's two, you're three, I'm four, dad's five. All right. Well, we Maybe got a play, fantasy. Anybody you prefer could probably be where you're at, you know, depending right. on how, how, how I don't care as long as I get Tyreek Hill. Just keep me Tyreek Hill, and we're yeah. good to go. Okay. No, yeah, I know why, you're. Why would you know say that it. out loud, Rich? I know, you, I know you're taking for your ass. Uh, <laughs> all right, cool. Let's wrap this up. We got a draft to get to. 
Until right. next week, everybody. Peace. Later.